Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9to5er turned top producing realtor and coach. Along the way to growing a top 1% attraction-based real estate business, I became obsessed with all things marketing systems, scaling, and social. But it wasn't always easy, and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how to make it happen. So I created the Market Authority Show to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from timeless principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Here, we always keep it real and never shy away from the topics that you are dying to know more about but can never get a straight answer to. Clients, growth, family balance, failure, and how to navigate an ever-changing real estate industry are just a few of the topics that we're going to tackle together. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on and all are welcome here. So let's dive in. Hey guys. Happy Thursday. I am here live on YouTube and I am super excited to share this really quick kind of a wrap up Q&A from yesterday's live training. So if you missed it yesterday, we had an amazing live training. So many of you joined. It was so much fun. Thank you to those who couldn't make it. We shared a brand new live training that I just put together, which really is an inside look at my goal setting process that we do in my business and that we have done for the last several years. It was really cool because what I got to do was share the four steps for making 2023 your best year yet. And I I love thinking of next year being your your best year yet, because I don't want it just to be your best year ever. I want 2023 to be the best year yet, and then only to be superseded by 2024 and so on. Because in my mind, what good is having an amazing year if the next year kind of crashes and burns, right? Like I'm all about sustainable and exponential growth. And that's what I hope I was able to do for you in that live training. So what I want to do is recap a little bit of the content that we shared there. However, if you want to go and get the replay of the entire live stream, you can do that by visiting the link in the caption in the show notes of this YouTube live. So that is going to be available for you. But what I want to do is kind of recap some of the questions that we got there, because I think that those were really good questions that that kind of are helpful as you are establishing your goals for the next year, right? So I want to kind of go through on the goal setting process, some frequently asked questions that you might have in your mind and that you might find helpful as you are fine tuning your plan and your goals for 2023. But first, let's go ahead and recap really quick what the content was that we shared yesterday. So as you go through and you are designing your annual goals for any given year, I find that it's really important that you set your goals with an extra level of intention. Because so often, you might find that you suffer from three different challenges when it comes to goal setting. Number one, 
you might find that you just kind of forget to set goals or you find the process too overwhelming. So you don't really take the time to actually establish what it is you want to accomplish in the next year. That's number one. The second big challenge that real estate agents come across in this process is um, kind of a sense of goal drift, meaning you might set a goal and you might put that number up on the board of, I don't know, wanting to wanting to net $100,000 next year, right? Have your first six-figure year or grow a team, whatever it might be. But it's a little vague. You don't really take the time to create a plan to reach that goal. And so throughout the year, you drift apart from that target until September comes around and you think, oh, well, it's almost the end of the year anyways. I'm just going to pack it in and get started back away again back in January. The problem with that is you lose about six months of time because if you stop and, and don't really do goal planning until January, it takes 90 days in this business to see results from any one given thing that you do. So that means you're not going to see a lot of traction and momentum until March. Now, if you have not started this process at all and you're like, oh no, am I not going to have any closings until March? I mean, maybe let's let's not get too far ahead of ourselves yet. There's still things we can do. You still want to start as soon as possible. So definitely watch to the rest of this video to see how you can you know get things going. And then the third big challenge that happens is you either far exceed your goals or you fall so far short of them. So you are either compl completely delusional in setting your goals, meaning you set them so high that there's no way that you could really have reached those in the first place, or they're just so completely irrelevant to where your life ended up going that year that they just didn't matter in the first place. And so my goal setting process is designed to help you take a look at what it is you truly want to accomplish next year in your business and in your life. Because again, what we learned during that training is a really great set of annual goals is going to be in alignment with your ideal life and your ideal business. They have to kind of fit together because what good is a really great profitable business if it's ruining your health, ruining your relationships and robbing you of peace and freedom and flexibility that you may have gotten into this industry for in the first place, right? Like we're not in this just to create a huge business and sell a lot of homes. We're in this to be able to reap the rewards of that and then allow ourselves to bless others with those rewards too. And so we want to make sure that we're taking the time to be intentional about the life that we want to live in 2023 as well and how the business is going to fit into that. So that actually leads us to the that actually leads us to the first big step that we had during that live training which was establishing clarity, right? Like creating a vision for 2023 in what you want to accomplish in your life and in your business. And there's a couple of things that we can do here to kind of help ourselves find that clarity because anytime you are setting goals, you have to have clarity on what it is that you accomplish. You have to have a very keen sense on what you want things to look like 365 days from now. And so that was the first big exercise that we, that we did, which was kind of crafting a vision for 2023, taking the time to imagine what it is that we want to accomplish. There's, there's a few little tools that I gave during that live training to help you do this. And so the first little tip that I would give for you, give you is looking back on 2022, 
what are things that you would have changed about how you showed up this year, right? Like what are, what are some things that you are looking back on and just don't really sit well with you? So if I were to share my personal example, this was a year that we chose to grow our family and I was pregnant almost the entire year. And um, we recently welcomed our second son, Graham, in November. And I tell you what, like it, it was so hard to do just about anything, like anything beyond the bare minimum for me felt so overwhelming all year long. And hopefully you didn't get a sense of that on the other side of the screen here. Hopefully it just kind of felt like business is normal because um, I had to work really hard to overcome just some of the, just the normal health aspects of, of pregnancy um, and birth and postpartum. It was so demanding. It was so hard. And so if I look back on 2022, I was not showing up as well as I normally could have if I wasn't going through that. I wasn't spending enough time with my son, Grady, my older son. I wasn't spending the time that I would have liked to with my husband, Bryce. I wasn't taking the time to take care of my health. And so those are tools. Those are little nuggets that I can, that I can use to help guide me in creating a vision for 2023 that will feel more authentic and feel like growth. So 2023 for me is going to feel like really taking care of myself and filling up my cup so that I can spill more into others. That's going to be a big theme for me next year, which I'm sure you might hear about it if you're into that kind of thing. So let me know in the comments if you would like to hear about that journey. The benefit of identifying that kind of goal as well and, and having that as part of my vision is that's going to spill over into the business side of things as well, because the more I'm able to take care of myself and perform at peak levels, the more that's going to help me on the business side as well. It's going to make me more productive, more creative, um, and, and help me on the execution side of things. So there's really no, there's really no losing there. So anyways, that was my, that was a big part of my vision and understanding what I needed to correct from 2022. It's not a time to judge yourself. It's not a time to, to think about, you know, what a failure you are. That's not it at all. It's just taking a moment to think, well, all right, what happened and what do I want to change? The other tip that I have for you as you're creating your vision, and again, I go so much more into detail on that live training that's linked in the, sh in the comments, or I'm sorry, in the, uh, the caption of this video. The other thing that you can do too, is just think about what you want to, like what kind of person do you want to be at the end of next year, right? Who do you want to be? How do you want to wake up each day? How do you want to feel when you're at work and when you're at home, when you're with your clients or when you're with those you love, right? And, and what is going to help you accomplish that? What's going to help you become that person? One thing that's really important to understand as we go through this process is you are not going to be able to create the business and see the, the professional results, the financial results that you wish to see until you become the person who is creating that. So for example, if you've been kind of running yourself ragged this year and you're thinking, well, you know, i I can start investing myself in, in myself and in my business once I'm making more money, once more money comes. You might have it backwards, right? Like you really should be investing in your business so that you can earn money, particularly as we're looking ahead next year and it's going to be a completely different market. The market is shifting. Same thing of taking care of yourself. If you're thinking, well, 
I'll slow down and take care of myself when my business is profitable enough, when I'm earning X amount or when I'm closing X amount. Again, you might have that totally wrong because it might just be as simple as making sure to take care of yourself is going to allow you to perform at the levels that are going to result in those closings that you're looking at. So just kind of a little tip there. So that was number one, establishing clarity and really creating a vision for your life and your business in 2023. Now, the second step that we talked about was creating your goals specifically. So connecting that vision to the goals and milestones that you are going to set next year. And we went through a whole process of identifying your goals. And I won't be able to go so into depth there because that is like probably the meatiest part of that training. Um, but a couple of Q and A's, like there were a couple of really great questions that came up during that process. And that's kind of where I want to, um, hone in on for, for this next part of this live stream. So there were some really, really good questions and mostly it was centered about, um, how to set these goals. How do you know when you're done? That sort of thing. And the first question that I got during that live training was how many goals should I be setting on an annual basis for my real estate business. Now, if you if you had to guess, you might say anywhere between like three and twenty, right? And I've I've uh, after going through this process through the Market Authority Academy with hundreds of real estate agents over the last several years th that we've coached, um, I've seen real estate agents either on either side of the spectrum where they say, well, I'm going to have three really good goals. I want to make this much money and I want to close this many deals. Right. Um, I have other agents, um, who might come to me and say, well, I have a list of 20 goals that I want to accomplish this quarter. So depending on who you are, you might kind of be somewhere in the middle. I would say that the perfect number of goals for your year are eight. You should have eight goals no less, no more that you want to accomplish in 2023. Now, what you can do is actually spread those out over each quarter. So for example, if one of your goals is to consolidate your tech in your business, meaning get a better CRM, integrate it with your website and your home search site, make sure that you have the ability to publish blogs and generate leads by setting ads, that kind of stuff. That does not have to be like an end of 2023. You can set that as a goal through like by the end of Q4 for or Q3, for example, or even Q2, depending on how close you are to accomplishing that. But you want eight goals. Four of them are going to be personal. Four of them are going to be professional. Because again, remember the vision. We have to be able to identify goals that are going to instill the habits and characteristics in us that are going to help us become the person that does create the results that we ultimately want to see by the end of the year. Okay, so if your big goal, if your big production and revenue goal is to triple your business revenue, which agents in the Market Authority Academy do consistently. We see that all the time as a result of our business building process in, in our mentorship program. If that is your goal next year, you can have the strategy, right? I mean, you could literally join Market Authority Academy and get the blueprint to do that. You can have the strategy. You can have the tools. You can have the resources. But if you are not behaving like the person who is going to be able to accomplish that, you're, it's not going to happen. If you are sleeping in late every day, if you're afraid to show up, if you're not making your calls because you have call reluctance or um, you're too afraid of bothering people, if you're holding yourself back from limiting beliefs, 
Those are all things that are going to hinder your ability to reach your professional goals. And so what you have to do is you have to identify what those personal goals are that are going to be, that are going to help you achieve really cool things. That's why a lot of times when you see people setting goals, they have, well, I want to read one book a week all year, right? And that that's a really aggressive goal, of course. <laughs> I don't read that often. Um, the reason that somebody might set a goal like that is because they've identified limiting beliefs or characteristics or things that they want to learn. And then they are self-educating and growing through that process. That's a really great personal goal that would tie into business production goals. Does that make sense? Let me know if you're here on the comments. I see a lot of people here live with me. So let me know in the comments if that makes sense or if you have any questions along with that. Now, that kind of leads into... That kind of leads into the second question that we had from that live training, which was how do I differentiate between goals that scare me and ones that just don't resonate, right? So um, I guess we could say, how do I know if I picked a goal, like a good goal in the first place? How do I know if I'm on the right track with establishing my goals? When you set a goal, you want it to be, you want it to push you. So a goal should push you. It should help inspire growth. Um, but it, it should also be reasonable, right? So again, we don't want to, we don't want to choose a goal that is going to set us up for failure because it's, it's just so wild and out there that you, you just, there's no way that you could accomplish it in the time frame that you have. You also want to kind of make sure that it's far enough to where it's inspiring you, it's exciting, and it kind of overwhelms you just a little bit. So I know that I'm on the right track with a really good goal that's going to push me to grow, inspire me to show up every day. I know that I've chosen a really good goal if it scares me a little bit, right? If um, if I'm feeling a little bit of apprehension or if I'm looking at that number and thinking, holy cow, like how am I going to make that happen um, can I really do that? Right. That's, that's kind of where you want to feel. Those are the feelings that we should be evoking here. Um, so when I, when I said that on the live training, somebody brought up, well, how do I differentiate between those ones that scare me and other ones that just really don't resonate that just are not a good fit for me? My, my answer to that would be go back to number one, revisit the vision. Remember, because we want to choose goals that, that are going to be in alignment with the vision. So for example, if you've done your vision, and one thing that's really important to you is spending a lot of time with family this year, going on a couple of trips, making sure you have um, adequate margin in your days, meaning when you're shutting down your laptop, you're present with your family. You're not wondering what you forgot or sneaking little peeks at your email throughout the evening, that kind of thing. If that's what you really want in 2023, and your business has to support that, you're probably not going to want to set a goal to where you're going to quadruple your income and and earn, you know, and sell a hundred more houses than you did this year if you don't have the systems that are going to support that. Meaning it's not there's nothing wrong with wanting to sell a hundred houses, but if you're going to have to overhaul your entire business and life and recreate entirely new systems and habits that you've never even scratched on before, that is going to take all of your time and bandwidth away from your family. Does that make sense? So, so again, what we might want to do is kind of meet somewhere in the middle where you want to grow your business 20%, right? And that might look like increase your total revenue by $70,000 um, for X amount of closings this year by increasing your conversions. Um, 
that is going to allow you to grow your business while still keeping time for your family. And part of that goal might also be um, hiring an assistant by the end of the second quarter to make sure that you can maintain that level of production while still keeping your time at home, you know, close to you. And so that's, that's kind of the difference between choosing a goal that is scary and um, looking past a goal that just doesn't really resonate. If I need to go more clear on that or share additional examples, I'm more than happy to. The reason why um, that's that's also really important, by the way. So, like part of that example would be if you want to if you want to grow your business and you know that you need an assistant to help you do that. Anyone who's hired an assistant for the first time or hired anybody for the first time knows that's a really scary process, <laughs> right? It's scary because um, it's a big commitment not only financially, but also in making sure that you have the right systems in place to support a role. Because if you're not ready to train them, if you don't know what you want them to do for you, if you don't have a clear sense of what that role needs to look like, you know, that can that can become kind of a crash and burn situation, right? So, so again, choosing and choosing to hire an assistant by a specific date could be a really good goal. And it could also be really scary because you know that you kind of need to buckle down and do some things really well for that to have been a successful execution, if that makes sense. Okay, so the last question that I had, and I feel like I kind of touched on this, but um, specific examples of a business goal that leads into a personal goal and vice versa. So I would go back to my example at the top of this recording where um, one of I have some really ambitious goals next year professionally. Um, so we have grown our real estate team. We are looking to new levels of production. And at the same time, the real estate market has totally shifted. Now, for me, I've been in the business, uh, my husband and I have been in the business for almost a decade, right? So like we built our business in 2014 or 2015, you know, the market was still recovering in my area at that time. And you had to work for every single opportunity. I know what it's like to operate in the market that we're going into next year. And I recognize that it's going to require more skill and strategy than just like standing out with your hands palm up waiting for an opportunity to fall in, which is kind of what it's felt like in the last two years. So I'm really excited because this is my time to shine. This is when the experienced agents who have been around the block a while are going to go out there and crush it. And I'm really looking forward to that. Side note, if you are a newer agent in the, in the last two years, you might want to take note of that because we are going into a real estate market that is nothing like what you've experienced. And you are going to have to operate like a professional, you are going to have to show up in ways that you might not be used to, or you haven't learned yet. And you are going to need systems, you're going to need to be consistent, and you are going to actually need to prospect in ways that are going to attract clients into your business. If you do not have these skills, next year is going to be extremely hard for you. And this is not the time to hear that and think, oh, no, I need to play small, I need to play it safe, because it's going to be a hard year. That's not what I'm saying at all. Next year is going to require bold action on your part. It's going to require a ton of investments of your time and income, like money into your business to make it work and succeed. So just kind of a side note there, that's what we're looking at for 2023. I'm prepared. 
I'm really excited. And a lot of my goals are in line with that perspective and with that context. But again, in order for me to do that, I have to take care of myself. I cannot have a repeat of 2022 where I was feeling ill almost every single day. I was exhausted. I had brain fog. I was just not okay. I was not feeling like myself. I have to make sure that I am cutting back on alcohol in, in 2023. Not that I'm like a binge drinker or anything, but like I need to make sure that I'm not overindulging in any one given thing in 2023. I need to make sure that I'm getting eight hours of sleep. I need to make sure that I'm staying active and moving my body. I need to make sure that I am meditating twice a day, right? So that would be an example of a personal goal of just really creating a protocol for peak health in order to create peak performance on the business side. So that would be my best example of a personal goal that leads into a business goal or vice versa. A business goal going into your personal goal might be, um, you know, you, you might have a personal goal to take your family on an incredible vacation next year. So for example, our success coach in Market Authority Academy and a, a producing agent, Karen Ann, she's amazing, um, out of Georgia, Karen Ann had this big goal with her family where when she closed her first million dollar deal from her database and hit her six figure year, like her six figure income goal, she was going to take her entire family on a week long trip to Disney World. And she did it. She did it in October. She had she had reached her goals. She booked her trip and took her entire family on a week long trip to Disney World. Like how amazing is that? That's an incredible personal goal that I'm sure her kids were happy to keep her accountable to. And she was able to measure when she hit that goal business-wise, and then they were able to do it, right? So that's just another example of how to kind of design these goals to really play on each other so that you get the benefit not only from your hard work and business, but in your personal life as well. So those are just some of the big questions that we got yesterday. And again, if you are here with us live and you have any questions, go ahead and leave them in the comments. I'm happy to help. Um, if you have any additional questions on how to set really great goals in 2023, the next step of this process after you have your eight goals kind of detailed for the year is to establish an accountability plan. So you have to have accountability in order to reach your goals. And there's kind of a sliding scale of accountability where um, you can do a number of different things like write down your goals, have an accountability partner, um, decide to, to achieve whatever it is that you're wanting to achieve. But you are 95% more likely by, the, by a study that was done. You are 95% more likely to achieve a goal if you not only have an accountability partner for that goal, but you also have a set time to meet and visit that goal every week throughout the year. So there's a lot of things that you can do just as an example to instill accountability. And now is the time to create that plan. And then you just have to have the discipline to stick with it. Right? So for example, I would say, Coaching is a great way to have accountability. Even establishing an accountability partner is a great way to do that. So it could be your spouse. It could be a friend. It could be a colleague. It could be a family member. It could be your kids, right? So, so you want to find someone who's going to hold you accountable 
and literally have a way to meet with them and just check in on a regular basis. Maybe it's weekly, monthly, I'm sure is probably more than enough, but just a way to keep your goals visible so that you don't experience that drift when you're drifting apart from your goal because it's just not in front of you and you kind of forget, right? And then the last step that we talked about in that live training is the action plan. So you can have all these pieces in place. You can have a beautiful vision. You can have perfectly crafted goals. You can have accountability in place. If you are not taking action, none of it is going to matter. If you are not showing up on January 2nd and putting one foot in front of the other and taking bold, decisive, risky action towards your goals, you're not going to accomplish it. And you can kind of make that decision right now, like literally right now on this live broadcast, you can tell me whether or not you're going to decide to take action towards your goals, whatever they may be, or whether you're just thinking ahead and thinking, no, no, I'm just going to drift going to hope for the best. I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to play it small because that feels more comfortable. The thing is, you don't really achieve much in the comfort zone. You achieve really big things, really exciting things. You tap into all of your potential when you are willing to get uncomfortable, when you are willing to stretch yourself, when you are willing to kind of step out on that branch and see if it really is going to hold your weight, right? And so, now is the time to really be taking action. Um, if you are truly going to be of the real estate agents that are going to be closing deals next year, if you are going to be creating an income that you can use to bless your family with, um, if you're going to be growing your business in such a way to where you can save for retirement or buy a new car or pay off that debt or take your kids to Disney World, right? If any of that sounds good to you, You've got to take action to it and you need you need a plan to do that. Um, so that was step four in our live training. I might sound a little bit like I'm I'm leaning into tough love here, but going into 2023 is going to be a, an interesting year because remember that stat. I don't know if you guys remember that stat that came out earlier this year, sometime in the summer, NAR came out and said 93 real estate agents. 93% of real estate agents have sold less than three homes last year. And that was as of like August from NAR. And that that went viral on Instagram. A lot of people were sharing that. I, I saw um, as several huge accounts sharing it on social media. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. And, and I think that, you know, as the year kind of wrapped up, that pr number probably did not change very much. And I wouldn't expect 2023 to be any different if you are not changing your strategy and your plan. And it's going to be a completely different game than it's been the last couple of years. And again, that's why I say this is a time for bold, decisive action. This is the time to bet on yourself, to put it all out there, and to ensure your success. And so that is kind of where we lead into my invitation to the Market Authority Academy. So in the Market Authority Academy, we have um, this mentorship that I've designed and have been running for the last three years. Hundreds of real estate agents have gone through it at this point. And it's a cross between weekly coaching and an actual business system designed to be plugged directly into your business 
to give you a plan A to Z, a blueprint to actually grow to where you want to be. And it's our proprietary business system that is an attraction-based business, meaning I'll teach you how to generate and cultivate referrals from your database, leverage social media to grow your brand and audience and generate organic leads from there, and also implement the right systems to have more structure to your days, to have routines that keep you productive and on track. There's all kinds of really cool things that we do. And we've had so many incredible transformations from the real estate agents who have gone through it this year. I mean, agents just absolutely outperforming revenue goals in their wildest dreams, growing their teams, doing incredible things with their families, buying dream homes, um, hiring new people to, to help them, assistants and CPAs, all kinds of really cool things. So there's a lot of really neat stuff to engage with in our community. So again, we'll have all the details in the caption of this business or of the, uh, in the caption of this video. So definitely check that out if you would like to see. But to start, it might be a good idea to at least watch the full training that is linked there as well. If you want to skip through and just learn more about the Market Authority Academy, the details to do so are below as well. You can either book a call with my team or if you do watch that training, you can literally join directly from the training, which is really neat as well. And we're offering some extremely cool bonuses and incentives as it is the end of the year. So if you want to get a really great deal on the investment of this program, if you want to get the opportunity to work one-on-one -on -one with me, if you want to get some really cool offerings as well with it, just check that out or book a call with my team um, and we can we can help answer any questions you have and make sure that you've got all the information you need to make a good decision. So I did see a couple of quick, um, I did see a couple of quick questions here in the chat. Blake, hey Blake says, when door knocking, what else could I offer homeowners other than sold homes in their area? What else are you doing in addition to door knocking? I would, I would ask first because um, you do need a minimum of three solid lead generation sources. Um, I'm sure you've got some other stuff you're going, you're doing. Um, but I would first ask like, what other types of lead generation are you doing? Um, and see if you can find any crossover between those just to create a little bit more leverage aside from just kind of showing up on people's doorsteps. Um, I personally do not do door knocking in my business. And a lot of the agents that I work with do um, lead generation strategies that are, that are not door knocking, not cold calling, and certainly no ads. Um, so, so just, I would just be curious about that if we could create leverage for that in other areas, but if we're talking about just straight up door knocking, what else could I offer homeowners other than sold homes in their area? I would suggest, I mean, honestly, you could ask them what would create value, <laughs> right? And that doesn't mean you have to walk up to somebody's door and ask them how you can serve them. Although like you literally could, Hey, I'm a local real estate agent. I just, I'm here to see how I can help you. Right? Like, what do you need from me? Do you need information? Do you need contacts to local handymen? Do you need, um, you know, do you need to know what the best plan is for saving for your next home in the next five years? Do you need to speak to a lender? Do you need credit resolution? Right? Like you, you can just ask them. And if you don't want to just ask them, or if you don't want to show up empty handed, um, the other thing that you could do, part of what we do is in the Market Authority Academy is we have a really cool geo farming plan, right? So it's a little less, um, I think that traditionally what most coaches or most real estate agents want to do when they're farming is just pepper a community with like postcards. 
that only goes so far because when you're doing that, like this is how much exposure they have. They take your postcard from the mail and put it in the trash. And that's literally what you're paying for a passing glance. Um, that's only going to go so far. If you do want to do that, I would recommend looking into CoreFact, right? CoreFact is an amazing um, EDDM service that's going to help you with mailing and they are super cool. If you actually want my contact there, let me know. I can make an introduction. Um, but be beyond that, what you might want to consider doing is more of a, a farming approach that involves community engagement, events, um, serving homeowners on a higher level, more than just door knocking. Okay. Because like, even if you are door knocking, you're going to have to meet with that individual on an average of three to seven times before they do decide to list their home with you, whether they're going to list next month or next year. So if you're door knocking and you just hit one house and then you never go back again, like you've already lost. And so again, think of door knocking as like just part of a larger strategy, which was why I was asking what other lead generation methods you're doing along with that. I hope that makes sense. So Jennifer says, I need a strategy for 2023 that will make a, a little money as soon as possible, please. So, I mean, it depends on what you've got going on, right? So, um, shucks, let's see. I need a strategy for 2023 that will take as little as money possible, please. So, sorry, I'm just trying to think through that. It depends on what you've already got going on and what opportunities you have available to you. Because honestly, like, generating leads is not a problem. You can, you can generate leads by walking out in front of a grocery store and handing your business card out to anybody who passes by. And like, you'll probably find somebody who wants to buy a home. <laughs> you know, I actually know an agent who's done that. And I also know an agent who stood on the corner of a street and done that. Right. So, I mean, you can find a million different strategies online and just start two or three. Again, you need three lead generation strategies. So whether you're going to um, nurture your database for referrals, that might be number one. Open houses might be number two. And maybe getting involved with networking with another community or a mom's group or whatever you happen to be in, maybe fitness classes, like any way you can get face-to-face. -face. Ultimately, what you're trying to do is decide on lead generation strategies that you can stomach, that you'll actually participate in consistently that are going to bring you face to face with people that will result in conversations. If you're having 10 conversations a day, every single day, rain or shine, what, however you feel, regardless of how you feel when you wake up in the morning, if you're having 10 conversations with people a day that hopefully at some point lead to real estate, you are going to be swimming in business. It doesn't matter how you do that. Again, door knocking, like, um, like Blake said, um, open houses, nurturing your database, um, getting into networking with other people. Like there's, there's just so many ways that you can do that. It's hard to say like, this is the one thing that you need to do. You know yourself best. What you have to do is be consistent. You can't try something once or for a month and decide it's not going to work. Whatever you do end up doing, you have to stick to it for six months before you're going to have enough data to decide whether or not it was effective for you. That's where most real estate agents go wrong. They give up too soon. Zanel, what a fun name, says, how can I get one of those, how can I get those skills needed for 2023? I've been in real estate for two years now. Zanel, now is the time to invest in coaching, honestly. Um, so if that's something that that you want to consider, I would love to chat with you about your business and your goals for next year and see how we can help. Um, 
The problem is, is because you've been in for in real estate for two years now, you don't know any different. So you're going to have to learn those lessons and those skills from somebody who's been there. That's really the fastest way. Otherwise, what you're going to have to do is learn through failure. And it's up to you to decide if you can afford spiritually, financially, <laughs> mentally, if you can afford to just learn through failure. Um, if I look back on my business, every part of what I have today has been one through massive, fantastic failures. The best teacher is failure. I'm not afraid of failure because every time I fail, I learn really important lessons that I'm able to build on. The challenge is, is not everybody can afford to learn that way. And so it's a lot less expensive to invest in getting those lessons from somebody else who's already paid the price for them, if that makes sense. Okay, guys, this was a lot of fun. I hope this was helpful. And thank you for um, sending me those really thoughtful questions in the chat. And again, big thanks to those who joined us live on uh, the live training yesterday. If you want to watch that full broadcast. The link is in the caption of this video. And again, if you're looking forward to 2023 and you're wondering how to make it your best year yet, and you really just want to kind of cut through the learning curve and make sure you have a blueprint to follow, then definitely check in um, on the caption to book a time with my team. I'd love to learn more about your business and just kind of share how we can help. Like I mentioned, we have some super cool bonuses for those who join the Market Authority Academy before Monday the 2nd. So through this week and through the weekend, check out that replay, get in touch with us if you want to join and if you want to ensure your success, because you don't have to leave it up to chance and you don't have to go it alone. I would love to be a part of your journey in 2023. We have some really cool um, some really, really cool things that we're working on in the Market Authority Academy, and I'd love to have you be a part of that. Thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend and be safe during the holiday. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.